0: If you've been looking for a case interview complete prep guide, we've got one for you. I'm going to walk through a lot of the key things that you'll need to know about the case, especially if you're just getting started or if you want to add a little nuance to your prep process. I'm going to cover a couple of things like the case interview, what is it? And case interview examples, free case preparation, how you work through case interview frameworks, case interview prep tips, and even finally, the fit interview and the PEI interview and how they dovetail with what happens in the case interview. The first thing I'll start with is just, what is the case interview? So other than being a kind of evil design by companies, the case interview is a type of interview that uses real-world business problems to test a candidate's business acumen and problem-solving skills. It's not just knowledge, it's also process. And the case interview is an opportunity for you to say, instead of, have you done this before, just show me how you do it. And it's a great opportunity for firms to assess a candidate's not only business and problem-solving ability, but also their personality in the face of pressure. It is a very difficult test. By our best estimates, which the firms release in some years and not in others, so over the years we've had to make estimates around this, about 3% of people that apply submit a resume to a consulting firm, actually get accepted. And that limited, limited number go through a couple of processes. They go through a consulting resume review, they go through the consulting initial screen in some cases, they go through a resume review process, um, and then they go through one to three rounds of interviews. So the case interview is a part of the interview process toward the end of that, and there's a big amount of attrition even in those rounds of interviews. Those, however, that go through our Black Belt interviewer program or our Black Belt Deluxe program are 55% likely to get an interview at a top 10 firm, not just overall, but a top 10 firm. We have an incredible rate of success. And I'm going to talk you through, as I go through, the different parts of the case interview here, what makes candidates successful when they understand each one of these pieces. For case interview examples, let me break it down to three different types of cases. There are three different types of cases that you might encounter. The one-on-one case interview a group case interview and a presentation interview. I'm gonna give you a little brief example of what each of those would be like. In the one-on-one case interview, you might get one of two types of cases, a brain teaser or market sizing question. For example, one that's really popular is how many ping pong balls fit in a Boeing 747? you probably don't know off the top of your head and you might not have ever thought about it, but they're looking for in a brain teaser or market sizing question, the process that you use in an ambiguous situation to break down the problem. The second type is a strategy or ops version of that same case. So instead of just asking a high level math question, instead you're gonna focus on a strategic question. For example, Boeing has a capacity limit of seven plane types at a time that they can create. Which plane type should they choose and why? Throughout the case, you would go through the data on the seven plane types, their operations, and you would then make a recommendation about which seven they should keep based on a whole range of factors. How much it costs to produce them, how much they make on each one, how much they might make in the future, where the market is headed, where their competitors are going. And so there are going to be a lot of factors that you'll have to look at in order to make that recommendation. Now, a group case interview is going to be like that strategy or operations question, the Boeing question. However, it's going to be a little bit more data heavy. They'll have more data to give you as a group, and it's going to require coordination amongst the group. This is the best thought of as a psychology experiment where they watch you as the team either thrives toward the finish line or decombusts or somewhere in between. And your role in that is to be part of the team either as the quarterback or as somebody who's just solid at delivering answers. You do not want to get aggressive with your teammates, so be careful about that. But you're going to answer the same types of questions that you would in a one-on-one interview. In addition, in a presentation case interview, you're also going to answer the same types of questions. But instead of going through the case as it's unfolding, you're going to do the whole case on your own and then come with a written or a slide-based recommendation about what you think you should do. The pressure is real in a presentation case interview, and we have a resource that's called PowerPoint for Consulting where you can get some additional help for that. Ultimately, however, our recommendation is that no matter what kind of interview you're expected to have, if it's a case interview, start with one-on-one. If you have all of the core skills to succeed in the hot seat in the moment in a one-on-one interview, you can succeed in the other forms as well. We have a big, great resource that you're gonna love, the free case interview prep course. And our interview prep course includes all kinds of great videos on the case interview as well as a link to free case interview examples. So you're gonna wanna check that out, make sure you do. In addition, let me talk just a little bit more about case interviews. One other key piece of case interviews are case interview frameworks. And there are four main frameworks that we teach on when we do lessons at our 60 plus university partners or digital programming. The first one is market sizing. The second one is profitability. The third are market entry or 3C cases, market entry is the same as the three C's in a P framework, and the fourth is mergers and acquisitions. For each one of the case frameworks, we've created a video, so you should go check those out. There's no reason that we would talk about all of them in depth here because we could unpack them and unpack them and unpack them. But the key thing that you need to know is that there are four, and if you don't know any one of those four, you're not ready for the case interview because you could get a case in which you need to use one of the four or a mixture of the four together. Now, we've got a long series of case interview prep tips that I'm going to run through really quickly, and you can just check the box. Did that, did that, oh, didn't do that, oop, didn't do that, oop, did that, did that. So our goal is just to kind of hammer through these so that you make sure that in case interview prep tips, you've got everything that you need to make sure you're ready for the interview. First of all, start preparing for your case interviews early, but this is the best Practice for somebody who is just beginning to think about consulting and case interviews. Practice early. In general, for ADCs, advanced degree candidates, or experienced hires, y'all should begin your case interview prep around February. Your peak recruiting season is going to be July and August. So that's three to six months. It's not easy. You need to practice. And the more busy you are with other things that you're doing, the longer period of time you need to give yourself. Uh, In the US undergrads, you need to start case interview study in March. Junior and senior recruiting pre- peak is in September, and you'll have a summer in between there where you're going to be working. So during the school year and then during breaks in the summer, you're going to have to kind of fit this in around it. International undergrads should start one month later in April. Uh, internships and full-time recruiting peak is in October for internationals. There is one exception, which are countries that are on an annual calendar where their school starts in January and ends in December. Uh, in that situation, the recruiting peak is actually in March, so need to start about three to six months before that. For MBAs, you should start case practice in June. As soon as you know you're going to get your MBA, but before you start your coursework or any of the social piece of being an MBA, it is an absolute nightmare in the first semester to try to do your MBA, recruit, and prep for case interviews. So part of this process needs to be in place. Our most successful MBA candidates start in June of the year that they begin their MBA. And if you're in a second-year MBA program and you're deciding to do case interviews as a second go-round, if you know early, start in June again because your peak recruiting season is in September. Um, but if you don't know, we'll, we'll crush with you until the very end. For everyone else, the optimal time to apply is March and July. Those are the two Periods where the consulting firms are focused more on recruiting than on other activities And so you have the best chance of networking in and applying in March and July in addition You should start your case interview preparation in September or January. We're going to recommend the January February time frame Tip number two use audio case interview resources watch videos or audio versions of the videos so that you can see how people talk through things We found that people that over-index on audio and video are better at the case interview than those that over-index on reading. Reading is fine, but audio and video are gonna be much better for you. Number three, even better than listening to other people do it is to practice cases out loud, a lot. If you practice case interviews out loud, you're going to be much more successful in the case because you'll figure out what you do and don't know as you're trying to explain it. One of the examples of this is if you've ever had something and tried to demonstrate mastery of it, sometimes somebody will ask you, can you teach me? If you can't teach it, you don't have mastery of it. So the case interview is an opportunity to begin to talk through something to the point of mastery. For number four, quality case interview practice matters. What do I mean by this? If you practice well, you can use 20 cases. If you practice poorly, you'll need 60 to 100. If it was me going through the process again, I would absolutely want the 20 limit. But that doesn't mean that I can practice the two the same way. I need to practice the 20 better. What makes it more effective? You've got two options. Number one, you need to review with a critical eye every performance you go through. Number two, you need to go through and make sure that you are working with a coach. It can be a peer who is one level above you, or it can be an expert coach like the ones that are hand-selected, the limited number of people that are on our team that are literally the best in the world. Um, It can be one of us or it can be one of them, but it needs to be somebody who will give you outside feedback that will push you further than you could go on your own. Number five, get comfortable with mental math. If you're not comfortable with mental math and you're used to using a calculator in Excel, it takes a little getting used to. So again, three days before the interview, can we do it? Sure, we've done it. If we have our choice, we'd rather have you be getting comfortable with mental math over a period of time and revamping that muscle for you. We'll be right back after this quick break. Does case math freak you out? If so, join the upcoming Case Math Intensive happening Sunday, July 25th. In this three-hour, fast-paced deep dive, we'll cover the four steps to solve any case math problem, the six rules of mental math, and so much more with applied examples and exercises for each type of math prompt. You can learn more and grab your ticket via the link in the show notes. There are only 50 total seats available, so act today. Number six, start every case strong. There are four things that every interviewer is going to go through. Number one, What is the industry? Number two, what is the company? Number three, what is the key case data? Number four, what is the business problem? You need to provide a recap of all four of those things, gather information that you missed, and ask key clarifying questions. As long as you know what the four things are, and you start with the recap and ask great clarifying questions, the interviewer, in some situations, has been known to say, we don't need to do the rest of the case. If you start strong, you gain runway for mistakes or foibles later in the case. If you wanna really get great at case prep, you need to make sure that you're adding hypotheses throughout the case. In sum, stay hypothesis-driven as you work through the entire case. What do we mean by that? Well, at the beginning, tell me what you think the answer is likely to be. What's the key focus area or the likely yes or no that you're gonna to come to? As you go through it, in each little point, say, I, I hypothesize that this is the most important area. Let's verify that with more data. So you're gonna use hypotheses, big ones, for the whole case and the mini-hypotheses as you go through the case. Number eight, be case-specific. Make sure that your structure addresses the case. So in the Boeing structure, it wouldn't make sense to have something that included nothing about operations in it. If you just talked to me about the customers, And then if you talk to me about the competitors, we had nothing about operations. That wouldn't make any sense. Boeing is a huge operations company. If you didn't specify any metrics that are true for the airline industry, like the capacity that's fixed, I would think that that was weird. So be case-specific in your subject matter and be case-specific in your data when you're building your structure up front. Number nine, ask about trends. Make sure that when you're talking in the case, you identify what trends are when you have the data and ask for trend data if you don't have it. Many companies try to make business decisions in isolation. The best thing that you can do as an advisor to them is to push them to look for trends. We recommend that you do the same thing inside the case interview. In addition, practice analyzing charts and graphs. Case charts are different and case graphs are different than regular charts and regular graphs. So if you need help with this, we have an amazing course, our mental math course, where you can do a lot of chart and graph practice interpretation. In addition, round your case math numbers wherever possible, but not too egregiously. Our general rule is round the ones place and keep everything before a decimal point. So if it's 298, you keep that instead of 298 127. You just drop the 127 and you keep 298,000. So round the numbers, but don't round egregiously. Um, unless that number is really easy to calculate, then we're, 298 is pretty close to 300, so that might be fine. But if it was 246, we wouldn't want to round down to 200. We might want to round to 250. Um, In addition, number 12, think out loud as much as you can. One of the challenges if you haven't done case practice out loud and you haven't listened to cases and watched videos is that a lot of people get very in their head. You need to be ready to walk through a lot of the words for thinking out loud. In addition, follow the data, not the case framework. What does that mean? At the beginning of the case, you'll say, here are the areas that I want to look at and the case framework that I wanna walk through. And they'll say, that's great, brilliant, totally fine. And in a normal world where you have six months to do the case, it might be a great structure. But in reality, they only have two or four pieces of information, just limited information that they're gonna give you. So don't go back to your framework and adhere to it like it's rigid. Follow where the data is that they're giving you. Um, it might be in point three of your structure. Uh, just follow what they're giving you and work on it. That doesn't mean that you just aimlessly wander through the case, it means that as they give you pieces of Information, you should assume that they're important. Number 14, finish with a strong recommendation. It's super critical that you end the case with an answer and a clear recommendation. If you don't, it will sound like you're just wandering through the process. Number 15, it's critical that you maintain a positive attitude and a confident persona. Maintaining a positive attitude means that you are ready with an answer, that you're ready to constantly relook at something, or take another view on it and that you have an idea behind what you say but you demonstrate 10% of flexibility. At Bain we call it the ability to be 1% open to 100% chance that we were wrong. So that's what they're looking for from you. At the end of the day, these 15 tips are gonna help you in the case interview but only if you really understand them. So we have a series of videos on YouTube on the case interview, our free case interview prep course free case math drills, free cases, and more on our website at Management Consulted. So we'd love for you to check those out. Finally, to wrap this up, The case interview is a big portion of the total interview in consulting. The consulting interview consists of more than just the case interview. It also consists of the fit interview. And in the first round, the fit interview is just a dabble of two to three questions. In the second round, it's almost half of the time and the score that you'll spend. And some firms even overweight it more than that in the final round. The assumption in the final round is that you can do a case. The question is, are you a good fit with the organization? McKinsey calls their specific fit interview, the McKinsey PEI or the McKinsey Personal Experience Interview. So as you're walking through the case interview process, we just wanted to put a red flag up and say don't forget that the fit interview is also going to be super important. In conclusion, the case interview is probably the hardest interview that you'll have for your life. It's one of the most challenging things to train for, but there are a lot of people that have gone before you that have done it well. In general, we would love for you to succeed and we would love to help you in a future Black Belt course or in one of our digital courses online at Management Consulted. We hope that you enjoy this and all the other free resources that we have for you as you continue your journey on your way to becoming a consultant and beyond.